Welcome to Mindfully Integrative Podcast with your host, Dr. Damaris G. Mindfully Integrative is a podcast discussing ways toward mindfully incorporating integrative health into our lives. This podcast will have informative resources, fun topics, interviews, and discussions relatable for today with a true mindful perspective in a mind-body holistic life approach. Hello. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and thank you again for joining in on the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And I just wanted to let you know of our upcoming events and things. So if you want to know and reach out, our resources and our membership is opening soon. So check out mindfullyintegrative.com for more fun and more info. Thanks so much and talk with you soon. No worry. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and this is the Mindfully Integrative Show. And today's Mindful Info resources are a discussion on the upcoming season and seasonal allergies. So first off, let me just briefly say that allergies actually can happen all throughout the body, throughout any time of the year. But majority of the time, people feel it most um, during the pollen season and during spring and the fall. Um, and then also it's location um, specific. So some people have allergens depending upon what is going on at the time, where they're located, what is about and things of that nature. So I, of course, am here to discuss a complementary integrated health approach and a functional health approach to allergies and what it is at a glance. So allergies and the immune system, they kind of go hand in hand in the sense of that the immune system, it's a response of something that is causing a inflammatory response. Sometimes the inflammatory response is, is good. Sometimes it can be excess. And these allergies then um, can be caused by hay fever, pollen, and then you might get a runny nose, sneezing, watery eyes, um, coughing, maybe from plants, maybe from leaves, dogs, cats, you name it, you'll notice you'll have some sort of reaction. And then as a further or more excess response, there are the body's immune system then can react in inflammatory excess or overload and may cause things of an asthma or um, inflammation within the lungs, or it will cause um, other inflammatory responses like with skin, joint pain, um, disorders of eczema, um, many of other ailments can be included. So what I'm just kind of overviewing is kind of the trying to alleviate or help prevent some of these exposures and kind of where the science says and what the science doesn't say, and how can you still kind of work through some natural approaches or a medication approach, whichever that may be or need. Um, so what the science does say as an overall approach to allergens, because we're talking about the immune response, things um, that are helpful and that um, can be used as a therapy for delivery to help with the seasonal allergy is nutrition, which um, as a functional provider and an integrated provider, I'm a big proponent of your what you put into your body and your um, things of nature of nutrition, foods, supplements, quality supplements, quality herbs, probiotics, micro, um, keeping your microbiome um, healthy. Then um, another aspect people don't even realize is the psychological. So there is an inflammatory response with, within the body from a trigger. You know, there's many of triggers that um, can actually be 
decreased, not necessarily gotten rid of, but a lot can be decreased with a um, meditation, relaxation therapies, decreasing the vagal nerve response and hypnosis. There's many of research uh, behind that. And then there's the physical. So there are some physical um, treatments that can be used to help with ailments of allergies. I haven't even gone into medications or herbs, right? I just, I'm still talking about some options here. Now, two that are really big um, are actually acupuncture and massage and um, spinal manipulation. Now, the reason these three are pretty profound and very effective is um, acupuncture is um, brings up in a, them. It's a little bit more complex uh, conversation, but brings up an inflammatory response to help heal. So the body is triggered to um, bring or help decrease some of that inflammatory response within the body. And then massage will help kind of maybe if there's an accumulation in um, like your, maybe your mucous membranes, maybe accumulation of um, access there and nice uh, warm massage to that area, or even within the body too. Sometimes there's joint pain or uh, accumulation and some massage is very effective. And in addition to that, there's a combination of things such as uh, yoga, dance therapy, tai chi of that nature. And then on a nutritional aspect, and I have talked about this is mindful eating. So what you put into your body is a direct effect also to additional allergens. Um, the psychological and physical aspects, there has been many studies that shown a lot of research in the acupuncture. And then on a nutritional side, there has been, um, helping with, um, nasal rinses. And I'll talk about that further. Ayurvedic medicine will use a neti pot. I don't always like a neti pot because the, um, this is to help clean the nasal passages and the, um, the throat. I'm not a, as much of a fan of the neti pot because it doesn't always, um, you don't know what water you're using and you don't always know if the, um, tea that, you know, the, well, it's not a tea, but the, the, um, water, um, it's basically goes up one nostril and you're cleaning out the nasal passages and comes out the other. Sometimes that's not always uh, clean properly. And then you also need to use distilled water or like a, a nice, um, uh, sterilized kind of water. So it, it cleans out the passages without causing more microorganisms within the body. Cause then you're kind of like doing yourself a disservice. So I am actually more of a fan of pre um, bottled syringes that you either make, you've made yourself with distilled water and some saline salt water, or you have those pre-done dispensers that you know what's in it and that's it. And it's only for you um, because then there's less of a problem of, where these microorganisms may be coming in. So those squirt bottles, if it has to really be with um, distilled water and sterilized water or a, um, because the tap water could have extra things that you're placing into your body that could actually be hindering you. Um, but we'll talk further on that. And then on a nutritional uh, approach, there are many micro probiotics that are, so the microbiome, um, there's more and more research that has shown the improvement of your microbiome will help with your immune system, which then in turn helps with allergy. So then will decrease that inflammatory response within the body. So there has been, um, a number of research in that end. In addition to that, you know, things to help with symptoms are, um, one. So there's some studies done on one called butter burr. 
an herb to help with um, runny nose or an allergic rhinitis. Um, there has been some effectiveness of that. There's a number of herbs and homeopathic medications that can be used that have been also shown effectiveness to help with rhinitis and some of the lung issues. There has also been, um, as I talked to one thing about an onion, so it, the vasodilation of the runny nose, the, the onion will run, um, your nose will run and your eyes will water that kind of in in turn, what it is, is it's, it's clearing out that, um, the system. So that's why the red onion is considered or an onion is considered effective. People use like that cold soup and a cold soup, a warm soup of a chicken soup, and it has garlic and herbs and of that nature. A lot of that comes down to, um, clearing out and building up the immune system. So you're looking at that long-term effect, not a quick fix. Um, other herbs that have been out there that have been effective are grapeseed extract and grapeseed extract is used a lot in improvement in the lung function and decreasing inflammatory response within the lungs. There has been many of research um, studies and, and the effectiveness of that. Now, in addition to this, you wouldn't have realized is that omega-3 fatty acids is a, um, again, comes down to lowering the inflammatory response within the body. And that is one effectiveness. Um, and Ayurvedic medications or medicines that are used um, are tinospora and gudusi. And then there are some Chinese herbs that are available. Now with everything, of course, there are side effects. So again, as I just spoke about rinsing your sinus passages safely, you need to use sterile water, you need to use distilled water. And that all comes down to when you're just using a regular tap water, you're putting and trying to cleanse the, the nasal passages. If you put something in your nasal passages that has not been sterilized or distilled, there is, or, um, a possibility, and this doesn't happen per se, but we always have to put a disclaimer, right? So you could have um, a microorganism that could actually go into your brain. And that's because if you don't use a clean water source, these organisms have bacterial protozoas and you don't want that to hinder you getting better. And so I'm a big fan of still, you know, you do things safely, you do it. If you know, then you can do it. So you just a nice, you use some sterile water, clear, um, or distilled water and a bottle with some uh, saline solution or a pre-dispensed already um, uh, dispenser, you're safe. Okay. You are safe. Now um, that's because of, you know, there's harms of people using those neti pots and those things that you don't know what the organisms are. So then they, people are going, Oh, I got this because I used, and it wasn't clean. Okay. So you gotta, you gotta know what you're doing. You gotta know what you're doing. And also you may be swallowing something that could be harmful within your gut. And then you're going to have like a microorganism or some sort of bacteria. Then you end up with uh, diarrhea or vomiting or, or severe illness. So really the sterile water and distilled water is very necessary with that or pre done dispensary that, you know, has a sterile water dispensed saline. Um, very effective because, you know, you don't want um, those harmful bacteria or protozoas within the body. Now, again, as I had talked about that acupuncture is super effective um, and you have to go to the right providers for that. You have to go to highly qualified licensed acupuncturists because you don't want to be going to someone that doesn't know what they're doing and they're, they're, they're putting needles that are not sterile. You know, you need the proper technique and, and qualified individuals. Um, 
when you're talking about probiotics, as I've talked about in another uh, slide about supplements, you want to make sure that it's quality. You want to have an idea of that. It is not weakening your system and it's helping you. And there are a lot of great quality um, probiotic um, options. And then also what you're putting in your body, the prebiotics, what you're consuming. Now, some really safe, very easy, effective herbs that are around the market or that you can do teas are chamomile and echinacea. You can just make some easy teas. Now, what that does is they are really big on um, relaxing the body. So, but anything in excess, you know, you have to be mindful. So chamomile, bee pollen, echinacea, if you have a bee allergy, you wouldn't want to take these medications, right? Unless you have been discussing this with your allergist or primary care provider, healthcare provider of um, low dose um, of something. So chamomile for the most part, you should be fine, but like a bee pollen pellets or you may not want to take that or honey if that you have a, a bee allergy, but you could take it in low micro doses safely locally. So, you know, it's, everything is about interaction and being safe. <clears throat> so you always want to kind of uh, talk about that. Cause when you're managing things, big one too, is you can wake up when you first wake up in the day, you're going to have maybe like a little bit of congestion. I get some seasonal stuff too. take a nice cool shower or, or wash your face. Um, and kind of clear out. And then of course do that, um, saline rinse, um, super effective. And then we'll talk further a little bit more. Um, so some easy ways, of course, as I just said, cleansing your nose, you're going to wash your face in the morning. You're going to cleanse that nose area. You're going to go and eat nostril, clean it out. Um, there are some natural, um, medications that you can take if the inflammatory response within the body is more excess. And then there's medication. So there is a um, naso uh, spray that is really natural and easy. Um, it's called X clear. You can first, I always say just clean out normal saline. Okay. Just clean your nose out, clean out your, your, um, your throat, just drink water, wash your face, take a shower, those would be the initial. Then if you need the next level, then there's this X clear herbs um, that we had initially discussed and you can use that. Then if it's something further, you can choose to use um, corticosteroids or options, but those are only, you know, fixing symptoms. They're not, they're band-aids. They're not fixing the full on equation of why you're having these allergies and this response. So always know that where you're coming from and why you're taking something. Now you want to manage your stress. Now, how do you do that? Like, what are you going to do to manage the stress? As I've talked previously, your self-care of maybe a massage, maybe acupuncture, whatever that is for you. Then you might want to try acupuncture. You might want to try some remedies, the herbs, additional herbs. I had previously said was the onions. Um, also apples, you know, um, you hear this, uh, motto or this like saying people say an apple a day will keep a doctor away. That is for many things. So anti-inflammatory fiber, fruit, vitamins, and super helpful, right? Um, also this one called quercetin or quercetin, it just also an anti-inflammatory, um, but natural is onions and apples. So you can use that to help. Some people have stated they use apple cider vinegar to boost their immune system and help with lymphatic drainage. Now there's mixed reviews on this, but apple cider vinegar is 
effective and it's very helpful. So I use it in a lot of things, but that doesn't mean that there's all research on it. It's, it has been quite effective for the stomach and helps with lowering stomach, um, increasing stomach acid to help balance it out. Um, it has helped with, uh, building up the immune system, allergy symptoms, and, you know, it, it's just a matter of learning benefits, you know, helping with, you know, even regulates blood sugar, the, um, your, uh, using apple cider vinegar does help with cholesterol weight loss, but the research is kind of mixed on where it is, but there is a lot of effectiveness. Um, so I, I just wouldn't discount it. So I have to talk about it because it's quite effective. Um, in addition to that, I would, you know, visit for, like I had talked previous was acupuncture, massage, and spinal manipulation. So you can go to either a DO, a doctor of osteopath, or you can go to a chiropractic for uh, spinal manipulation. And that also is to help with the nervous system, immune system, and kind of um, deregulate some of that high intense or inflammatory response within the body. There's ways of detoxing um, they use the word detox, but really you're trying to help, uh, decrease the liver from, uh, mediation and inflammation. You're trying to metabolize some of that stress, alcohol, um, medications, processed foods. Um, we've already discussed probiotics and, um, there are some effective, uh, essential oils too. And then in addition to that, it's trying to decrease allergens with in your home and environment. So these two are kind of tricky, but so effective and easier to do than you would think. Um, so let's kind of talk briefly about that. Now, how do you kind of decrease the allergens within your home? So houseplants, you have to really be careful about how many houseplants you have in the house. They're very effective, but they can also grow mold. But if you keep them out of the bedroom and more in the living room area by the sun and by the outside, um, effective. Uh, you can look up perfumes or I talk about EWG, Environmental Working Group, and products within your house that you can use that are safe. Um, and they don't always are expensive. They're not always expensive. Just trying to find quality products that don't have excess like product ingredients. Um, also avoiding like smoke, smoking, um, you know, cleaning up the house from dust mites, cleaning the house from, so like in the bedroom alone, you could have like an allergy proof bed coverings. You can keep the windows open as needed just to like air out, uh, maybe like once a day, wash your beddings one once or two times in the week, especially during the pollen seasons. You can uh, make sure you have available. I'm a big fan of air filters or a HEPA filter within your home, either, especially in the bedroom. If you're sleeping, you can have one there and one in the living room. There are a lot of different brands on the market that are great air purifiers. And these are for individuals that you know, you have this on a regular basis. And you're really basically trying to clean and have clean air environment. You know, um, once you leave your home, there's still environmental triggers and things that, you know, may not, you can't get rid of them, right? You can't always get rid of everything in your house. Also, you can dust with a damp cloth to kind of get. So when you're dusting, you're not just like, um, you know, sometimes when you dust with a duster, it'll just bring up the dust instead of use a, a damp cloth so that it kind of stays in. 
when you're vacuuming, you know, try to vacuum like once a week or every couple of few days. Um, when you're cleaning, maybe you need to wear a face mask, um, air conditioned, see, make sure that it has a humidifier on it. Um, and maybe even a filter if you have a, um, central air and even on the regular wall units, see if they have those filters, or you can even make sure that you clean those out. Cause those are really kind of dust accumulators from, you know, the wall units. So really kind of clean those out, um, monthly, if not every two weeks, especially during the summer months. And, um, even too, in the winter months, you'll notice that it gets, maybe your heat is on and you become very dry. The excess dryness within your um, nasal passages and in your throat can also cause um, one discomfort and uh, inflammatory response, but then can trigger an immune response. And then personally for yourself, I would say change your clothing. If you're outside and you come back in, I would say kind of maybe change out a shirt so that you're not like kind of like consumed in like a pollen, especially if that's your trigger or um, you're around an animal, if that's your triggers or whatever that environment is. And then um, the, you know, cleansing your, your nasal passages, that's a huge one, cleansing your face and your, and drinking water to, um, to clean out anything of that nature. You know, that's always quite effective. And then, you know, kind of environmental uh, exposures, this is a little bit more in depth. Um, I'd go into that at another time, but let's say like in general, you want to kind of um, keep your, you know, the foods that you're consuming. Maybe you love to try to be organic, but locally grown. Um, try to um, not expose yourself to excess, you know, smoke inhalation or things of of um, metal or or uh, fumes or radiation or being environments that will cause you more discomfort or, um, response, you know, really keep a mindfulness of where you are and what your, um, is available to. If you notice that you have a lot of, uh, triggers or things that are coming up, you know, my first go, as I tell people is nutrition, cleansing the body, decreasing stress. You know, the research is there. It is very helpful. Um, and then of course, you know, there's excess. Sometimes you will need further medication. Sometimes you will need treatment for micro, uh, dosing to get out of an allergen because it is available and you might need further treatment. Some individuals are able to, um, manage it on their own. So that's where I'm just kind of, you know, giving you some resources. Uh, I will place in the NIH, um, at a glance. And if you have any questions, of course, reach out to me and, um, make sure you find a mindful way each and every day. Have a blessed day. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site. If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at info at damarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes. To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G., reach her at www.damarismaria.com or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.